Welcome to Worldwide Wrestling of the World! Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. Before we go any further, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LegitWWW. And also check out our brand new website at www.legitwww.com. And with that, let's get into the highlights from this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. This week's Ignite started off with one of the stranger matches we've seen, something we find ourselves saying more and more often. The strangeness began with the fact that the hide and seek belt was on the line, despite this title just being retained by Berserker at last week's very memorable pay-per-view. Challenging for the title was none other than Gene Jacket, who, somehow, hasn't been seen since last year. Where he's been or why all of a sudden he has a title shot, no one can really answer. He made his way to the ring in his typical 80s flair and seemed to be in good spirits. That is, until his music stopped, and what replaced it was the ever-increasing sound of sheer suction power. And without so much as a warning, Berserker was sprinting down the ramp. This time, his vacuum cleaner was wrapped in f barbed wire. We don't know what this guy's deal is with the vacuum, but he's used it to lay out puffy buttons twice now, and Grandma Maze Balls. The look of terror on Jean Jacket's face was simply relatable. I'm sure everybody in the arena shared the exact same look. Jean Jacket seemed slightly prepared though, ducking out of the ring as soon as Berserker entered. It was a good strategy, try to slow down the pace and stay out of swinging distance from the madman. Berserker did not take kindly to this plan and began his hectic running around the ring, screaming at the top of his lungs the entire time. Absolutely no one was prepared for what came next. The vacuum sounds over the PA were replaced with Graham Amazeballs' music. Not only that, he came down to the ring atop none other than a Factory Cat GTR battery-powered scrubber. For those of you not in the know, this is the industrial floor scrubbing machine. When you're riding a Factory Cat GTR, you don't have a care in the world. This bad boy can scrub and sweep simultaneously, and is well known for its durable design. Are you looking for operational ease? The Factory Cat GTR has you covered. Equipped with powerful front wheel drive means it's capable of climbing ramps, as Grandma May's Ball showcased for everyone Monday night. With a battery runtime of up to five hours, this machine is your one-stop solution for all your floor cleaning needs. Hey, Dr. Worm, are we gonna get back to the highlights at all? No, or? no, no, I, I know, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let's, let's, let's yeah. go on, sorry. All right. 
At any rate, Grandma Maze Balls was riding one of these down the ramp. Seeing a factory cat GTR battery powered scrubber in person is a real treat. It's got the optional headlights, a heavy duty steel frame with adjustable bumper, and even the side door option to protect the scrub deck from impact damage. It's just a well oiled machine. You really love to see it in action. <coughs> uh, Dr. Worm, I, I don't mean to tell you what to do or how to do your job. No, 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 you're but right, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep, it's off topic you're, you're again. Right. Okay. As I was saying, Amazeballs rode this piece of perfection down the ramp, circled around the ring, and signaled to Jean Jacket to jump aboard. Now folks, we know this sounds crazy. Two people riding the same factory cat GTR battery powered scrubber at once? But with a chassis made of powder coated steel and a top speed of 3.6 miles per hour, this puppy can handle it. Hey man, what the hell? What's going oh, on? Uh, I suppose it's also surprising because Jean Jacket and Grandma Maceballs were known for their intense feud only a few short months ago. Jean seemed great with the idea of putting some distance between himself and Berserker. Either that, or like most red-blooded Americans, he just couldn't pass up the opportunity to hop on board a factory cat GTR battery-powered scrubber. Uh, I hate you. And they rode off into the sunset. Well, they really just rode up the ramp. This, of course, resulted in a Berserker win via forfeit. The second event of the evening was yet another shocking match. We got to see the Time Killers in action against the Baker Boys. The Time Killers haven't been seen this past month, ever since Levon Linger got injured at the hands of the Trace Hombres. He has apparently taken all the time he's needed to heal, and he and his partner, Terry Terry, showed up looking ready to fight. This, in itself, was surprising. They typically show no energy or enthusiasm. As the match started, it became very apparent there was new life in the Time Killers. They were actually moving inside the ring. We're so used to seeing them just flop around in the corner or roll out on the ring and lose by countout, it was like watching a completely different team. Levon Linker even broke into a light jog at one point and hit Duff Baker with a solid axe handle smash. If this was your first time watching these two teams, you might think it was the Baker boys who are the laid back ones. Their eyes were pretty glazed over for this match. We think they weren't expecting much of a fight from the traditionally sloth-like time killers. Instead, the Baker boys were outmaneuvered, outsmarted, and just plain out-wrestled. The time killers even hit a few tag team moves, most notably a suplex leg drop combination. Nothing crazy, but for the time killers, it was borderline unbelievable. After hitting this big double team move to Muff Baker, they went for the pin, and they got the one, two, three. This strange evening of wrestling was capped off with yet another odd match. Lanch versus Grady the Johnson Johnson. The booking itself isn't strange, but things took a bizarre turn when Lanch was accompanied to the ring by none other than acapella. A few short weeks ago, Lanch seemed to have literally taken the breath out of acapella. And now that we think about it, there haven't been any reports of him walking around singing to himself since. As Lanch entered the arena, he picked up a mic and cut a promo, telling the crowd, How do you like my little songbird? I own his voice, just like I own these so-called wrestlers. You try to stop me, and I'll bury you, and take that which means the most to you. I took this bitch's voice. He only sings for me, and I f***ing hate singing. It was very disheartening, seeing what is usually a jovial and enthusiastic acapella slowly follow Lanch around, looking completely dejected. He didn't appear to even watch the match. He just stood in Lanch's corner with his head down, avoiding eye contact with everybody. 
The match itself wasn't anything spectacular. Lanch is such a big dude. Weighing in at a hefty 613 pounds, he is easily the biggest competitor we've seen inside the WWW ring. The Johnson isn't the worst competitor in the league, but we really don't see him in action that frequently. And this was a nice reminder why. He's just not interesting. He tried the usual lariats and axe handles, and even went for a dropkick, but nothing faced the big man, who just shrugged off the attacks. When Lance decided to actually put a little effort in, he easily scooped up the Johnson and brought him down hard, landing directly on top of him and nearly crushing him to death. It just took this one move to daze the Johnson, setting up Lance for his finisher, bringing down the mountain, earning him the one, two, three. On his way back up the ramp, he grabbed Acapella by the throat, pulling him along in the most brutal and demeaning way imaginable. Well, folks, in this business, veterans eventually have to retire to make way for the new men and women of the ring to keep the story and the business going. We here at the podcast wanted to pull back the curtain just a little bit to let you in on the trials and tribulations of life as a WWW signee. Hey everybody, backstage here with Mike Moore once again. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey man. What happened last week at the Barbecue Bash pay-per-view? You guys uh, you guys lost uh, your, your debut, your big debut. Walk us through that, man. Well, I was expecting more out of, uh, out of the match and, and the day altogether, but uh, you know, I'm just starting to starting to have some second thoughts here, and you know, if I can be real with you for a minute, I mean, uh, People have been, you know, saying, you know, Mike Moore is the bad boy, the bad guy, you know, the the loner, the rebel, the slam dunker, you know, the three-point shooter, the home run hitter. You know what I'm... It's a frog hopping from extreme lily pads. I've gotten a lot more in touch with my words lately, but this has just been in a longer line of quick fix, big hope, but not a finish at the end kind of answer I was looking for. And, and you know, things... Leading up to this match, we're kind of telling me maybe, maybe I didn't make the best decision. Do you mean in the ring, not making the best decision, or are you talking about something else? Well, since I've paired up with Jim Jones, I feel like, I mean, I've been open to a lot of new things, and you know, all the taekwondo's and don'ts, and I mean, when you really think about it, that's just stupid. But I mean, I'll do it. And and bowing is cool. I'm about respect and stuff. But I mean, what he had me doing lately was. I mean, really think about it. Why Why wouldn't I punch? I mean, my arms are like right there. And like wrestling is like all types of stuff. I feel like it's a massive handicap, but you know, I was listening to him and I thought it'd work. He, he was just doing a lot of interesting kind of mental stuff. But I mean, I don't really know what taking a dump in a phone booth has to do with winning a wrestling match. I mean, just he, he was like, yeah, it's going to get you mentally strong or I mean if you can do that you can do anything I'm like all right but I mean I got my ass kicked and and that that dump helped no one so you tell me Mike I think you're hitting on a a couple of themes here um talk to me about what what is what does trust mean to Mike Moore I mean trust I mean I'll, I'll I, maybe this is just the time to do it I mean the guy had me at playing a flute and, and and just, you know, he's all about kicks. It's the, he's called it flute kicking. I'm playing a flute and mule kicking behind me. How does that help you win a match? That will never literally 
ever happen in a ring. He said it teaches breath control or whatever. And then like when I wouldn't do well, he'd have me snort tang. Sorry, I curse, but like that ain't Kool-Aid and I'm all about Kool-Aid and, and that, that hasn't changed. I, I will say thank you for introducing me how cool Kool-Aid is. But like, I mean, I'm not a musician. Why did he give me a flute? And if he would give me something, why wouldn't he give me something cool like a turntable or I don't know, a upright bass i don't know it's just weird i mean jim jones is someone who has a storied career in the best fighting championship his methods seem to work for him um i've never really been under the uh, direct tutelage of him i have been interviewing him over these past few weeks now and uh, i've gotten to know him pretty well i've had a sip of the kool-aid you know i like the taste i think he's he's, he's... no it's d delicious i mean but but seriously the guy comes at me and starts swinging at me and I, he didn't even teach me how to block I mean, like, the upper half of my body is just exposed. I mean, what are you supposed to do? How do you use a flute or a dump to get you out of that situation? I dare not question Jim Jones's teachings. He seems to be leading people through their journey. It doesn't sound like, though, that he's leading you through the journey you want. And uh, I'm almost curious, are you hinting at uh, potentially parting ways with Jim Jones, or, or will we see you in the ring again? I don't know, man. I mean, just it just seems like I mean, I, I'm patient. I was someone that would try a little bit of this and that anywhere, but it's all about I want I want to push my career. So I mean, I'm thinking about it. It's just like the first time out, and for it to go that badly. I mean, like I'm not not really sure. And, and you know, I, I I've always said, you know, you you don't you don't uh, you don't make help me with this one. You don't make all the shots you miss if you don't try to shoot at least one every time. Uh, I believe it's Wayne Michael Gretzky. Dukakis. And it was, it's, you only run, you only hit one goal every time if you tried it the last, no, you say it. I think you got pretty close. I think we got the gist of, of what you were trying. So you try and you win and you slap, you slap shot and then you high, you high kick, you know, and, and you work it out, you know, but, uh, how do I feel right now? Less than great. My teeth hurt. There's a lot of sugar that I've been taking in a lot lately, uh, I wouldn't say no to a glass of water I, just because I feel like that's, you should do that. You know, I'm going to brush my teeth. That sounds great, but I got a lot of thinking to do tonight, man. So I'm going to head out. Okay. Well, it seems like we're, we're going to cut it early there with, uh, with Mike Moore. Mike, thanks. Thanks again for talking with us. No, I appreciate you um, having me on your, uh, your TV show. Mike Moore, everybody. And now, a quick word from our sponsors. If you're interested in supporting us, visit our sponsors, or better yet, check out our website at www.legitwww.com, where you can make a donation or purchase some merchandise to help us out. We'll be right back. And there's your dish. Mm -hmm. And there you go. And here's your pasta, sir. <laughs> Don't put ketchup on my pasta and tell me it's homemade gravy. Negligent chefs will go into court. Have you or a loved one suffered a bad pasta-based meal because of chef negligence? You need professional representation now. Maticotti and Maticotti personal injury and pasta are here to help. We handle more cases than any firm on Main Street and we sell more pasta than anyone on Main Street too. Call us now for a free consultation, but don't delay. 
Time may be limited to file a claim. Stop letting these so-called chefs cook your meals. Let us get you the money you need and the pasta you deserve. If you can't come to us, then we'll come to you. Visit our website today to get your claim started immediately. Most clients don't have a clue how the law works. They ask the wrong questions with the wrong words. We've got the right words and the best pasta and there's no fee until we win your case. But we do charge for pasta. We cannot cut a deal there because we've got a high overhead so you'll have to use some of the money we definitely will get you to pay for our premium pasta. Seriously, it's really good. Some clients say our pasta making ability outweighs our ability to practice law, but we're determined to do both. Minicotti will set you free. Call 1-877-PASTA, please. Now let's take a look at the developing news stories from the past week in Worldwide Wrestling of the World. This week brought us the news that the Time Killers are launching a rebrand of sorts. They cut a promo calling out all time travelers and promising that their moniker is now their mission. They vowed to stop these nefarious jumpers and cited current events as proof that someone is messing with the timeline. They promised to stop time travelers whenever and wherever they turn up. So I guess somebody better warn Marty McFly, the Doctor, and all the Terminators. Although something tells us they may already know. No comment from Time Tanker on what is an obvious sign that they'll be coming for him, or maybe they already have? We all know time is a flat circle, but we look forward to seeing this played out in the squared circle. In a story that shocked nobody, the meat trust seems to be no more. Joey Pepperoni is officially done with his brother-in-law after last week's disastrous Grill Marks cage match. Joey blames Tony Baloney for distracting him and costing him the match. And for his part, Tony is healing from the burns he received when he inexplicably decided to climb a cage he knew was heated. And now, a word from our sponsors. Uh, hi folks, uh, H. Nathaniel Marriott here. That's Marriott with one T. To tell you about Marriott Total Plumbing, we are definitely not a hotel of any kind. We are a plumbing company that's happily been in business for the last 15 years. We service everything from new construction in both commercial and residential settings to unclogging that backed up toilet you've got in your half bath. Uh, the only reason we had to make this commercial is to clear up any confusion about the services we do and do not offer. We really are just experts in plumbing. If you'd like to host a press conference of any kind, please stop using our parking lot. It's not zoned for that and we keep getting fined for large gatherings without a permit. Uh, plus you guys always block Pete's parking space. If you'd like a plumbing consultation, come down to our offices on Main Street. Uh, that is if you can work your way through the crowd of people in our parking lot. If you'd like to host a press conference, please contact any one of the five-star hotels just off Main Street. They love to have you. Uh, Marriott Total Plumbing. Plumbing. Uh, nothing else. Tune into the sound of my voice. Tune into the sound of my voice. This is Jim Jones. You are listening to Worldwide Wrestling of the World. Oswald. The Moon Landing. Spicy. Hot Cheetos. All fake. All fake as worldwide wrestling of the world podcast unless you like and subscribe and then you'll hear more of, of me jim jones worldwide wrestling of the world drink the Kool-Aid. okay folks that was another great showing from monday night ignite 
here at the Worldwide Wrestling of the World podcast. There are a few things we want to break down for you real quick. First and foremost is probably the most important thing of the evening. The Berserker vs. Jean Jacket match featuring the true hero, the Factory Cat GTR battery-powered floor scrubber. My God. You guys saw this thing in action, right? I mean, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Watched the episode. Did you want to talk about the match or... or... Yeah, the, the match was great. I mean, the, but this thing has a durable design. Did you see at the end of the match, we had Jean Jacket and Guillermo Maysballs both riding this at the exact same time. Two people on it. This thing can handle a load like you wouldn't believe. You know what kind of load this thing can handle, Scabbard? Um, are we talking about the factory cat? The, We're the, talking about the factory cat GTR battery-powered floor scrubber. This thing's got a full metal chassis, a top speed of 3.6 miles per hour. This thing can move. You saw it went up the ramp with two wrestlers on it at once. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that's that's all very Im- impressive for a, essentially a glorified vacuum. But I mean, did we want to talk about Grandma Mazeball's saving jean jacket here? Is that something that you wanted to touch on or? OK, did you just say glorified vacuum? This thing can scrub and sweep simultaneously. OK, it's got a durable design. It's very well known across the industry. Do you have a pension for clean floors, Dr. Warren? I live on a goddamn floor. Okay, I know what makes a clean floor. And there's no such thing as a cleaner floor than after a factory cat GTR battery powered floor scrubber sweeps down the hall. Okay, let's maybe pull back a little bit and less of a warm's eye view of of why this match was important and more of a wrestling focus. Well, by all means, Frankie Diamond, go ahead, please give us the the human eye view. Please go ahead. Obviously, the uh, the vacuum uh, angle has really been working for uh, Berserker lately. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. You know, Jean Jacket seemed terrified. And when Grandma Mazeball showed up, I was shocked. Scabbard, how'd you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, these guys don't have a, a good history of working together. For Grandma Mazeballs to show up and save Jean Jacket, I mean, that's a really interesting fold here. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little taken aback here by Dr. Worm's uh, uh, hyper-focus on the uh, Factory Cat GTR battery-powered floor cleaner. Floor scrubber. Okay, this thing cleans the floor like you would not believe. Go to factorycat.com, actually. You can see some great testimonials and videos. They show you exactly what this thing can do. This bad boy is a beast. It will clean the floor like you wouldn't believe as the high-powered washer, and it's just well-oiled, okay? This thing is durable. It's known for its durability. We saw two wrestlers riding it for once. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll bite. The Factory Cat GTR battery-powered floor scrubber is definitely a really good counterpunch to Berserker's vacuum. That's exactly right. So with that, and I think we can all agree, the bigger story, though, is not the debut of the Factory Cat GTR battery-powered floor scrubber, but it was the fact that we potentially have a new tag team forming, maybe, with Grandma Mazeballs and Jean Jacket. It's almost a triple team, though, if you include the Factory Cat GTR battery-powered floor scrubber. This thing is bigger than any human, right? It's bigger than than you or I, for sure. Well, it's bigger than you, but I don't know about any human. Well, what isn't bigger than me? I'm a goddamn worm. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's, it's yeah, it's cute. It's like, it's like a tiny Zamboni. I liked it. I just didn't think we that... We don't understand your Canadian references, so it's oh. lost on... Lost on us here. Zam- Zamboni. They clean the ice before like a, a hockey game or? Hockey, yeah. Okay. Speaking of new brands, can we at least talk about the Time Killers? That was my next 
segment. Yes, the Time Killers rebrand. I personally thought it was nice seeing them actually wrestle. I didn't know that was possible. Um, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Scabbard, you've been around for a while. You've seen these guys in action for the past few years. What do you think? I think you, you hit it on the head there. Just seeing the Time Killers actually put in any sort of effort at all. Almost unbelievable. They looked really good. I mean, it's the best I've ever seen them. And the fact that they got the win over the Baker boys is huge. So I'm curious, you know, how long this uh, this this new motivated time killers will be uh, sustained in, in future matches. Yeah, I think a big, huge part of it is that they seem to have found sort of a, their mission. They're going after time travelers. And that's, uh, I don't know how feasible that is or how uh, possible that's going to be or how it's going to work out for them. But it's definitely fueling a brand new um, a, a brand new team here uh, than we've seen before. The time killers were working together. Uh, they were actually moving around in ring and getting stuff done. It, it was just as shocked as you guys were. And I I think uh, whatever happens with this whole we hunt time travelers kick they're on, if it gets us two people who can actually wrestle, then uh, I'm happy with it. Do you think to successfully hunt a time traveler, you need to be a time traveler yourself? Yeah. Hmm. A paradox, truly. I want to next talk about another paradox, and that's acapella. The man who's known for singing to himself and belting out chords day and night who has lost his voice. He came out with Lanch and appears to have legitimately lost his voice in what may be a sea witch encounter with Lanch. What do you guys make of Lanch's promo? Can we expect to see this really dejected and sort of pathetic acapella following Lanch around from now on? Scabbard, what do you what do you think? Well, I mean, I don't know what acapella's choices are uh, other than following Lanch around. I mean, this is someone whose bread and butter is is singing singing and wrestling. And, uh, you know, for him, acapella, uh, he's got to have both to make it work. If he doesn't, well, what's he, what is he then? You know, just another wrestler out there trying to, you know, find his character. His character was taken away from him. His voice was taken away from him. It sounds like Lanch was, it was almost like a warning shot to the rest of the roster. Look what I did to this guy. You know, I'm coming for the rest of you. So I don't know what else acapella can do to get his voice back other than you know just be be subservient to lanch unfortunately yeah i didn't see any kind of like a a seashell necklace that could have been holding the voice or uh some kind of macguffin that could be broken to release acapella's voice either via princess logic that i could figure out a um, a way around it other than just by serving lanch until lanch uh, sees fit to give him his voice back really yeah not sure what's going to happen with that it's just so sad seeing him like this he was such a high-spirited wrestler he always had a lot to say and a lot to sing and just not hearing him is just very depressing for all of us yeah but speaking of depressing uh let's talk about this meat trust feud this is something that we've sort of expected to see happen tony baloney is probably responsible for joey pepperoni's top title loss that seems to be a general consensus joey pepperoni certainly believes that do we think that this upcoming match that they're going to have, this this feud, will actually be the end of the meat trust? I think absolutely. I, I don't see how they continue after this. In terms of their personal lives, this has some implications because obviously they are brothers-in-law. I don't know how that's going to go down, you know, at home around like the Thanksgiving table next year. But but I, I don't see the meat trust being able to fight anymore. There is no trust there. I mean, it was clear from day one that Jerry Pepperoni was at the very least annoyed with Tony Baloney, and that's putting it mildly. So I can't imagine there's anything that Tony Baloney can do to redeem or or to repair 
that relationship with his brother-in-law. Um, yeah, I think the meat trust is done. I think we're going to see a very motivated Joey Pepperoni to, to squash out, you know, whatever little partnership they had. I just, I don't see another path happening. I don't, yeah. I can't imagine what else will happen with between those two. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I don't see this going anywhere. Joey Pepperoni is a great wrestler and Tony Baloney is just sort of a badly processed imitation of a wrestler. It's not, uh, it's not really feasible for these two to actually have a partnership, so I, I don't really see it happening again. If I'm Joey Pepperoni, I'm 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 not getting back in the ring with Baloney. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to see this this team, for a lack of a better word, really end. It's just has been kind of annoying and hasn't been very enjoyable to watch for anybody. I don't think. Okay, that was another exciting evening of Monday Night Ignite at the Worldwide Wrestling of the World. If you enjoy this podcast. You should check out factorycat.com and check out the, all the products that they have lined up. They've got some amazing support options for you. They've got everything you possibly need. Dr. Worm. Yes. We, we, as much as we love the Factory Cat GTR battery part floor scrubber, uh, we actually want people to uh, review okay, the there, podcast. There are case studies on the website. You can read testimonials. You can find your local distributor. Anything you need to clean the floor, you want to go to factorycat.com. They've got their own merch even. I know that we can't get the Dice on merch here. I'm not sure if they have it there, but you can definitely get the Factory Cat GTR okay, merch. But where can they go to review and, and like, you know, the podcast? Oh, we, oh, oh the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So um, yeah, find us on iTunes. Find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Are you listening to us right now? You should go on, leave a rating, leave a review, give us a like, a subscribe, go to legit www on Instagram or Twitter. Maybe both. Give us a follow. It really means a lot to us, and we love being there for you and your clean, clean floors. Is that the catchphrase? You know that's the catchphrase. I hate you.